0: This podcast episode is sponsored by Shopify queen, Sarah Jensel of Jensel and co. Do you currently have a Shopify site selling products or services that aren't performing as well as you're hoping, or do you have a product or service you'd love to sell, but you have no idea where to start? Well, my girl, Sarah Jensel, the Shopify queen, is a person to talk to. She is amazing and brilliant at branding and is currently helping me completely revamp my website on Shopify to showcase my new brand and selling my products. So if this sounds like something you've been looking for please reach out to her at, on IG at Sarah Jensel, that's J-A-N-S-E-L. Leave her the code Sylvie, that's S-Y-L-B-I-E, and she will add you to her free Shopify Facebook group where she coaches weekly on Shopify strategies and has tons of content to help you in your Shopify journey to building your online business. So don't forget, DM her on Instagram at Sarah Jensel J-A-N-S-E-L and leave her the code Sylvie she'll reach out and add you to her community. Thank you very much and have an amazing day and enjoy the episode. All right welcome back to another episode of Secrets from Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Dayou and I I am so excited. I've been waiting for this interview for a long time. I reached out to Nathan and I gearer Guerra. 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 Guerra.
1: If you want to do it with the roles, you can do it. That's Guerra. Guerra. Overseas, they seem to say Guerra for some reason. Guerra. 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 Guerra.
0: Guerra. There you go. I
1: got it. Guerra.
0: Nathan Guerra. (laughs) And if you know Nathan, he is a dad gamer and a cyclist turned Swift um, swift broadcaster. Otherwise, better known as the unofficial voice of Swift, so that's where I learned about him. He, no matter where you are, and here's a little bit about a little bit of background, but I, we're going to get right into his full background. But no matter when you ride, you will see the regular faces on Swift and number one ranked U.S. cycling mountain bike pro Nathan Gara. Is probably one of them. Gara is one of the early beta testers and has uh, the distinction of logging more than 24,000 kilometers on Swift. Oh my God. I, I think, I wonder, is I that, think that a that one, one year?
1: <laughs> that's like a, yeah, I think we could go back. I think <laughs> that's, I think right now we're at 100, over 100K
0: actually. Wow. So, Nathan, yeah. uh, just a little background before I bring Nate. Ethan out. So I got into swift racing with the women's team Aeonian and he is one of the commentators for the women's uh series and one of the the higher the premier series not the one I'm in the girl (laughs) the category A girls are in but I got to listen to him as some of our teammates were racing so that's where i invited him in because i was super curious about the whole world on swift i've interviewed some of my teammates but we're bringing nathan in to tell us about the commentating world and give us a little bit of background on himself welcome welcome nathan to the podcast
1: Hey, thanks, Sylvie. I really appreciate it. This seems like a lot of fun. Tons of energy here. I definitely see uh, why you're a part of Aeonian or Aeonian's a part of you. I'm not sure which way that goes, but there's a ton of like awesome energy going on here. Loving it.
0: You know, I did did feel it when I joined and that's certainly one of the things that I was looking for, not to mention the massive organization that's in that group. And I'm sure like, you know, the girls and um, but Let's get into, uh, my first question is always how you got into cycling and how, we, how did it lead you to mountain biking, to swift commentating? Like, I yeah, want to hear it about off.
1: how how it, how it got to <laughs> streaming, maybe we'll get to there maybe, yeah. But, but yeah, so it's a long story, but, um, I usually tell people if they're like, when did you start biking? Well, my aunt says to me. Um, that you were on two wheels with like, without training wheels at two years old. And that shouldn't be possible. That's what she said, does this kind of like expression. She's very expressive. She's like, that's not possible. It shouldn't have been possible. We were all freaking (laughs) out. Like, how did that happen? So my dad though, was a nationally ranked BMX racer. And when he was young, there was a property that they had adjacent to their home, which had a woods in it that they built a hidden bmx track in that he would him and his brothers all built this bmx track well me and my brothers and sister got (laughs) the benefit then when we were young of just jumping right into that so there was a bmx track in our yard um the time that i did spend with dad my parents were divorced so the time i did spend with dad a lot of that was then going and going on that bike track or riding bmx bikes wherever it might be um and then from there like when i was solo with mom and the oldest child a boy who is extremely independent and kind of rebellious i just take <laughs> off on my bike i'd just be like bye and like i just go off on my bmx bike and um when i was a little younger before rebellion i'd be like go and like try and ride to dad's house because i wanted to go hang out with dad on the bmx bike but um so that's uh that's kind of where the biking started was i was just like you know in a single parent family home mm-hmm. where i had a bike and right. it was a cool bike. It was a cool BMX bike that my dad had got through, I think, like sponsorship or something or whatever. And he had handed it down to me. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Everybody thought that my GT with Redline flight cranks was the coolest freaking <laughs> bike on the neighborhood. Right. So um, that's kind of where that all started. There was a break in the middle of all that with a lot of drugs, a lot of uh, mm. using uh, flight for life, like halfway houses all the way until I was about 16, 17 ish. And then, um, really good mentor of my my uncle came in and started teaching me some goju karate while I was in a halfway house that then like instilled something into me and questions <sighs> and what the heck is going on there. And, um, that kind of was like where discipline came in alongside cycling mm. eventually about two or three years later, because um, I thought people who wear spandex were dorks. Like, <laughs> like, it was like, That's uh, okay. but, but, but uh, I, uh, my wife at the time, Lindsay, her dad was racing the war series, Wisconsin off-road series, which I've now been racing for almost 20 years. I think 20, going to be 20 years pretty soon here. And um, they then were like, Hey, come try a mountain bike race. I was like, what? I don't, I do cool things where people jump and stuff. And we go really hard. Like, what are you talking about? And I borrowed my grandpa's um, Hukuiku um, Gary Fisher out of the garage and did this race, and it was like I was this is BMX on steroids. I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> 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 BMX, <laughs> was, these are bigger. <laughs> like I was like, whoa. So, <laughs> but, you know, and if you have a little bit, of, if you get rewarded from little effort, like mm-hmm. right, there's that whole like reward structure in us that like likes to aim at stuff. So I was like whoa i'm good at this and i didn't do anything to do it bam i started i bought the mountain bikers training bible just started training oh my god joe Friel's bible yeah just got right (laughs) into it and the next year i won the the like the lowest category series and they were like you're sandbagging get out of here and immediately (laughs) went right to (laughs) the pro level second well almost yeah i I skipped like the the sport level that that would be kind of more like a cat four three-ish and if you were Mm -hmm. a roadie and then uh, tried jumping right into the pro level. And there's, I don't know if you know in cycling, but there's a big jump from novice kind of sporty to like, I'm a serious cyclist. Like there's yeah. this massive gap, right? Cause like I could get away with, with no fitness and just well, kind of fitness and not <laughs> really training, like kind of weekend warrior training and yeah, win yeah. at that sportish level, but. I got my butt kicked. I mean ass handed to me right? the moment I got into any kind of uh they into called the it crop, but like P12, <laughs> you know what I mean? Even top three kind of area. Yeah. Whoa. That was and so um so did you like kind of, step back and go, hmm. No, that's not <laughs> no, I mean step back and assess like, okay, <laughs> oh, how I do assess. I uh... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely stepped back and assessed like what do you have to do? to really be at this level, you know, and, and yeah. I went back through the training Bible again. Like that was like a big resource field stuff was a big resource for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I would research this stuff. And as you know, the online, I mean, this is long enough ago that there wasn't a huge online like space to just get any info about training that you wanted at any time. Right. So like, yeah, you have to get these you know, reading resources, whatever, but anyways, self-coached and uh, kind of watched what others were doing and ramped up the hours. And I think I went semi pro 2007, 2008, and then like actually oh, okay. licensed like 2008, 2009. Won my first pro race right around that same time. Um, yeah, and Facebook um, started, yeah. <laughs> so, but okay, I feel like I jumped a bunch of things there. But you did, I mean, that's essentially. That's essentially <laughs> where the pro mountain biking uh and cycling came from uh in life too so yeah that's uh, and so, then that goes into like a whole like how did zwift happen there's that's a whole nother yeah. word because it's directly related to how the heck do you get that done because i have five kids and you have you know, five kids yeah
0: wow i have three Five kids. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So you hit pro level in two thousand. You say about two thousand
1: nine. Like, I could go back and look, but it's right. It's that I started school and at the same time got a pro license. And it was like, how are we going to do this? But I started coaching as well off of all that I okay. learned and the results I started getting. Um, but yeah, right around then, and that was the same year that Kyle was born, my third kid. Uh, my oldest son and um, to get it done. This is always a story that's told. It's, it's breast milk and bikes. So like <laughs> 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 oh, God. Lindsay would pump, 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 pump the breast milk and put it in the freezer and I would go downstairs and, and, and she go to sleep and either she would get Kyle to sleep or if he wasn't, if he was fussy, I would finally get him to sleep. And then I would go downstairs and jump on the bike, and I had the old Cyclops yellow power meter. Uh, yeah, head. yeah, I had you know what that what long about? time ago yeah. too. Yeah. With the Cyclops power tap, mm-hmm. I think I bought that secondhand from a friend. Um, I actually raced uh, her husband, that Novak, and Kate. Uh, I bought it from Kate. If you, ever, if, you ever, if they ever listen, maybe they'll know. People might know them. They're big in the Midwest scene. But um, so, and I would go downstairs with the power tap and start like okay i need my base hold 200 whatever it is and at that time i was like probably 190 to 210 watts for five hours straight go right and that would be like eight or nine p.m at night and oh, i'd have the i'd have the baby monitor next to me and i needed something to do with my mind so uh i <laughs> would play dota or I would I had at that time I was really into World of Warcraft and would raid in like I, I literally was in the number one um <laughs> raiding guild in World of Warcraft because I could spend five hours on the bike and and play at the same time at the same time with these guys. And I was like the number one ranked paladin. That's not gonna mean anyone, anything to anyone in this <laughs> whole world, but I was the like most geared out, best bike. Like if, if you were compared to Zwift, it'd be like It would be like the Tim Searle of my server, right? Like the most stuff you could possibly get out of like earning things in the game I had because I was also with this top guild that would help me with it. But anyways, like, and I'd have the baby monitor there. And then when the baby monitor would go off about two hours in or two and a half hours in, we'd take a break because there was like a break in the raid. I would go get the breast milk, heat it up. Get Kyle <laughs> get, him, da, 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 get him to go back to sleep. All right, I'm back, guys. And here we go. So, okay, okay.
0: So Nathan, was your setup like like a desk setup? Like so you're sitting on your bike pushing out 200 watts while you're playing this game.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a my laptop. God. It's a gaming laptop. I still have the gaming laptop. Yeah, too. so you're There's sitting really nice you're sitting on your phone and well, you're like we built um we built yeah. a like uh what size were they i don't know they're probably like three two well two feet by like i don't know one and a half inches or so or, or you know like pretty sturdy boards all yeah, across yeah. you know and uh-huh. those those held the, the mm-hmm. those went high so you enough just pull the, it yes, over your
0: your handle over my handlebars right? and then yep. put
1: the um laptop on top now i didn't like figure out a whole lot about I figured out actually over a lot of failure, I figured out a lot of ways to negotiate all of that. Right. I think one time there was so much sweat on the floor that I stepped <laughs> down into the, the sweat and the laptop cord was in it. And I just got electrocuted and it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die in my basement. Like right now, like, <laughs>
0: Oh my god! So because I've tried that while working, and I'm telling you, I could not like pump out like 200 watts and keep focused at the same time. That's probably why you were so, so good at your game because you're so focused because you're working out at the same time, like super yeah, yeah. awake,
1: not sitting on my it, couch. No, actually, what's funny is if you get the, <laughs> the and hand-eye coordination trained enough, like while you're gaming and then you up your heart rate and you're not tired. You got to make sure you don't get tired. If you get tired, like you're just, you're just done. Your mind starts having sugar, stops having sugar and you just can't function. But it it actually hyped me up in the middle of the game. And I would play better, I think, which is weird because you're on a bike and like what you're doing, but you're just moving your legs and your adrenaline's going. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I could see it. So people actually said, why don't you stream this? And this was like <laughs> early, early Justin TV. Okay. So Justin TV was what was prior to Twitch. And then they mm. rebranded. I don't know the business side of how it got rebranded or if somebody else actually bought it before Amazon bought Twitch, but like Justin TV, then it became Twitch TV. And right around that same time, I, people were like, why don't you stream? But you, this is crazy. Like nobody (laughs) ever does what you're doing. Like, huh? And they're like, you know, it would be a little bit of clickbaity, you know, but it would also be like, wow, this guy's actually training to be a pro and he's playing world of Warcraft or Dota or whatever. And kicking everybody's ass. So I'm, (laughs) so I'm trying to like figure out. And so over the next years, and I was always in the media. Um, I made the family like cousins camp video when we first got our first like video recorder, and then mm-hmm. I bought like Pinnacle, or oh, you know the uh, the Pinnacle movie editor or whatever, and, and yeah, got really into that. And I've always kind of been like techie with video games. Like video games actually pushed that. I had right. to plug in the Atari. Mom wasn't gonna plug in the Atari, or mom wasn't gonna plug in the Nintendo. I know that, so I had to figure out how to Yeah, that's right here it is like (laughs) don't expect
0: me to set it up (laughs)
1: exactly so from there forward there was always like it just made sense to me for some reason so i just went with it and um, kind of taught myself streaming over the next streaming and what cameras researching what cameras you need i mean and this was prior to like logitech entering the or or just like uh, how do I say this? There's another way to say like some, I'm just saying some brand to people, but mm-hmm. this is prior to mass production of a really easily accessible webcam, right? This is prior right. to like easily, like just go get OBS, open broadcast software. Look, right. this stuff didn't exist. You know what I mean? in the same <laughs> kind of way. So you had to do a lot of heavy lifting. figure out how everything worked and it was kind of wild west still where like a lot of software companies were trying to get in hardware companies were trying to get in is this actually going to take off will people actually stream you know so um yeah i kind of started researching during that time and didn't take it super seriously until zwift launched in 2014 with their beta and Mm. i think a buddy i saw last night was the first one to tell me about it austin anderson i think who was racing try at the time who now races road for empire. He just showed up the Tuesday night, last night. And that's so funny. I think he was the one who first sent me like a, Hey, you seen this? (laughs) And, um, and I was like, Whoa, (laughs) what is that? And immediately registered for the beta. I was also kind of in that, like, I think it was a time of year where I was looking for my last sponsors or partners or whatever for the year. So I kind of like sent them my resume and, um, Mike McCarthy got back to me and was like, Hey, yeah, jump into our beta program. Let's go. Um, and so that's when I took our tax return and bought an actual (laughs) streaming setup and was like, I'm in, Uh, I was like, because there's literally a game. Like I'm going to be doing what I already do, but I'm actually playing the game. Right. I was like, all uh, right, I'm be, I'm now I'm that. like playing
0: two games. I'm like,
1: <laughs> well, I actually following did <laughs> avatars and like killing
0: avatars over
1: here. <laughs> like... I did well. I've, I tried <laughs> just doing the Zwift thing at first, but it didn't have a following. It was nobody knew what it was, right? So you right. like, what are you gonna do there? So I did do both a lot at certain times because um, I
0: was on CompuTrainer back back
1: then, like
0: 2007, and they had uh, the video. Like the, uh, not the, the live videos, but more of the video, the training videos, the, um, the power outputs for all these different races and stuff.
1: Yeah. I got some posts, I think on Facebook of me doing uh, copy trainer, actually a little bit. I had a lot of tri buddies who were training for Kona and we could ride the Kona course yeah, 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 yeah. and all that kind of mm-hmm. a thing. So, Yeah. But that's kind of where the streaming thing started. I made the Nathan Guerra Twitch channel. I started trying to promote my racing there and my training. I was like, the idea was I'm going to show my training in, as a dad of five, who's also running at the time I was running vision cycling. We were supporting a ton of juniors. It was all about making cycling a household sport. Didn't realize I was trying to recreate the wheel cause Nika already existed, but I was doing pretty much along the same side, like lines of like, how do you make a household sport a tradition? Well, you get it into the youth. You get mentors around them on a weekly mm-hmm. basis of sacrifice. Boom! It becomes a tradition. Like, so I was really frustrated that I was making barely any money. I'm ranked number yeah. one in the nation. While Aaron Rodgers for the Packers is ranked number one and he makes millions. And I'm like, what's the? Problem <laughs> I know here? this is strange, <laughs> like,
0: right? Like,
1: well, so d- my degree is in religious studies, and I figured out exactly why it isn't strange. I like learned that, and that's why I launched Vision. So. There was like, that's like a project out of my degree, so now we're jumping all over the place. But there's a lot, there's a lot that kind of comes okay. So, office.
0: can we go back to the youth group that you were taught that you created? The vision, so this is yeah, so okay. that's that's a youth uh cycling well, program. It was like,
1: it was so here's how it worked so it was tiered. This is a really cool idea and I'm just giving away IP right now. Okay. Yeah, but. I want to hear it cuz
0: this is something I'm interested in. But
1: here's the thing. If people do this, yeah. Everybody's happy. Okay? So if you yeah. do this, everybody's happy and it supports local, it grows the it grows. So, yeah. if you are a local team and you can get um relationships with manufacturers, right? And those manufacturers then get a you know give give a cool deal to your to your uh local team but at the same time you don't cut out the local bike shop right like you run it all through the local bike shop still yeah right and then the local bike shop gets their cut the manufacturer get their cut but they like lower it down for you a little bit kind of give it to maybe a distributor pricing so they're still Mm -hmm. making what they need to make everybody stays happy because one of the main problems within the um, cycling world when it comes to all of this team support kind of thing is everybody's making everybody mad, trying to cut somebody out of the chain, but you got to keep things local or else your bike shops just go away. And it's not good for the bike shop. Right? So what I figured out was like, look, if we brand these teams vision, but it's the, it's the all spoked up vision, which is a team in, in a team, a a shop out of, out of Illinois, it's the wheel and sprocket vision. It's the broken spoke vision. And They are already um, usually bringing in the manufacturers that you're working with, right? We were sponsored by Race Face, Industry Nine. We were sponsored by Power Bar, Like, We had these brands then that, you know, it wasn't like you were usually fighting too much with the floor. I mean, well, Track and Specialized might be not too happy with us. Maybe they should work with us then. But like, yeah, (laughs) because we're down a
0: notch. (laughs) we're,
1: We're talking to the ones who are like right below them usually because Track and Specialized already open the, own the floor. So it's like, they don't like, why do we got to work with you? And so we're yeah. kind of like, we're a little bit of the rebel forces here, right? So like- <laughs> I like rebel forces. <laughs> well, yeah. I like Track and Specialized too. I ride for Specialized Oh no, no I have a Specialized I'm just, as well. I'm don't worry I'm just truth though. This is just the truth, <laughs> I think, right? So, um, but uh, so all that background information there about the industry to say, then you, you have a membership fee to be a part of that team. And a large part of that then goes to support the promising youth around each one Mm -hmm. of these shops in that region. So you are then collecting with support out of that region around local bike shops, the who is who of the uh, community of juniors, specifically aimed at juniors. But guess what? Their families race, their friends race. And they all get the club deal. They're still getting something cool out of this, right? You pay a, a, a few hundred bucks a year, and boom, you get access, you save literally thousands of dollars immediately for your little membership fee. So it's not like they're not getting anything. They're just giving charity. It's like no, you're definitely getting something out of this. And then some of your money's also going to the junior, the junior development. And then we have a pro team that's kind of like the flagship that shows it off, right? So me and Basil Gavishelli, who is the national champion. Uh, and worked raced on the world cup level we were like the pros we also uh supported some women pros coming up but at that point it like was like are we gonna go all in and make this my forever thing or all of a sudden it was like the zwift thing started and it was like we were right on that edge and i saw what Nike was doing and literally i just went to the nika um, summit at Trek and just started a Nike team. Cause it was like, you guys are already doing this and I don't want to run this business. Like it was like, it was becoming this scaling to a point at which I would have had to give my entire everything to it. And it was like, or start hiring people or find some, some investment, like, because this wasn't going to happen without investment. So I could just focus. And so, um, Anyways, yeah, so that's when there was kind of like this tipping point for mm-hmm. vision, but that's where vision started, just so everybody knows. That's now really it's a full-time esports thing, you know. Like we have it, like we have a well not a full-time, I don't think anybody, but it's like an esports team now in in Zwift, and it was one of the first ever jerseys in Zwift. So if you wear a vision kit in game, you know where that came from. So oh,
0: I know like these jerseys in game. So now so that kind of went to the wayside or you made your decision right 2017
1: up it was still running strong Mm -hmm. until about 2017 um and then family stuff you know a split in family always kind of like take a back seat chill out so um went through divorce 2017 2008 well 2018 right around that time and so i took a break from racing figure out what's happening with family yeah, know, yeah, kind of a thing and like make sure everybody settles in
0: mm-hmm. and then it
1: was like do i want to keep racing and i of course i kept on doing the zwift thing and all that kind of stuff so it was kind of like a lot of decision points came in and yeah. um i i uh also 2017 Lindsay got a really bad concussion um while racing and i was like ooh, uh hey. she can't race i'm not gonna race does that make sense so it was yeah. like and that's also part of why i was like Well, if I'm not going and doing this or not even going to be at the races, can I keep vision going? And does it make Mm -hmm. sense to keep vision going with what had happened with this uh, concussion situation? So, Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like, and we had to figure things out over the next year, obviously. And then after we split in 2018, so there was a lot going on in the background there.
0: Yeah. Concussions can set you back a long time. And then, so you basically need to take over everything. So, so then, so is that where then uh, Swift kind of
1: came into play in twenty fifteen? It's funny, like when I started streaming. Within six months, I started. So, what's funny is like, well, nobody who's listening can see this, but um, this is what I was watching yesterday. This is ESL Dota. So, uh, on my screen right now is. One this is the, cool. Look this at this, guys. One of the, this is one Go of the- Go to my the, YouTube channel to see this. <laughs> um, well, so Evil Geniuses versus Wildcard, DPC NA Tour. This is, there's a commercial up, but um, this- uh, Maybe they're live right now with Dream League. It looks like I think they're live. Yeah, so this uh, Dota competition is what I was watching, but I was watching the International. And the International uh, is the yearly millions and millions of dollars- on the line, um, Dota tournament. Dota is a MOBA. Um, it's, multi- it's a multiplayer online battle arena where 5v5 situation, and you try and kill each other's uh, bases, essentially, and each other's heroes. Um, it's called Defense of the Ancients is what it means, Dota. But I was watching that and was playing Zwift and hanging out with chat at the same time uh, on my Twitch channel. And I was, like, listening to one of the commentators going, I can talk like that. And I know cycling. And we're, I'm getting ready for a race that we're setting up. Now, there were no events in Zwift at this point. None. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so I just started (laughs) opening up Zwift and commentating instead of riding.
0: On anything?
1: on like the, on on the races, on the races that were happening. Oh, like
0: official races or like the Tuesday they night weren't races. official. Like
1: they were just Tuesday night races. And okay, okay, showing up. And the I Tuesday night crits, them, right? Yeah, they were. Well, it was uh, It was um, what was it? The Tuesday night worlds. There was a Tuesday night worlds, or there was the um, oh, what it, Zwift, something Zwift just a little bit more r- official, Zwift training racing. No, like they weren't official at all. Like yeah. they were completely community driven. Just there, we, there's a one of the last the last episode of Zwiftcast, Simon had a couple of individuals on that were the instigators of this. That and and they literally would just organize through a Facebook group and say, Let's show up at this time. Everybody oh. make sure you have the clock. That's the world clock. That's everyone at the same time. In game, they'd say go. We'd all be lined up next to the banner on Watopia forward. Cause you could only go forward at that time. <laughs> and, and, and it's Watopia hilly forward. That's what you could race. And I just showed up and started commenting. You can see it on my, on my YouTube channel, actually it was way back how bad the production was, <laughs> but but um, Eric Min took notice and was like, look at this. And he called me up and said, do you want to commentate on, was it jumbo Visma? It was, it was a yellow kit. Ah, Quebeca maybe at the time. Um, And uh, I I think it was Quebeca. I'm not absolutely positive, but I got it all set up. I mean, the guy who owned like the CEO of the company, you know, approaches you and you say, yes. Okay. So I got, (laughs) I took all the time I could to like really make it a professional production as best I could with what I had with OBS and, and whatever, and did it. And then he says, Hey, you want to come do our, Uh, Zwift tour of North America, get on a microphone. Okay. Start doing that. And from there, like from 2015, I've just been in in this awesome uh, partnership. We made it official uh, to get me off of my Twitch channel (laughs) because uh, the community was showing up to the Nathan Guerra Twitch channel, right? Mm. To watch all of the broadcasting. And my goal at that time, I'm not thinking that I'm going to be like, contractor with swift i'm just thinking they're gonna keep paying me here and there for these things that i'm doing for them with the swift t- tour of north america or maybe one-off projects that are streaming cool uh, and i'm thinking get twitch partnership i'm thinking get the numbers as high as i can and live off Uh-oh. of subscriptions and youtube views and all that crowdfunding way that a lot of people i mean right now there's 15,000 people watching somebody play Diablo immortal and he makes probably a hundred grand a month. Right. So like he's doing really well. That guy I'm thinking, okay, will this grow or at least get us, but I'm not thinking I'm going to be that big with what we're doing, but yeah, yeah. this e thing is going to take off. So the whole esport thing is like going on yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head. And so, um, and then they're like, well, we don't really want our community showing up at the Nathan Garrett <laughs> channel. <laughs> like, like that shouldn't be our um. hub for all this. So that's when we launched Zwift Community Live and like, you know, we signed a contract saying you can use the Zwift brand and you're going to produce content for the Zwift main page. So early on, prior to Zwift having their own productions, um, actually the guy who ran and helped develop all of the Zwift productions was working for me at ZCL for a really long time and came up through watching the nathan gara zwift channel actually <laughs> like right got, oh, like, <laughs> like there's so much development out of this space actually that wow that there's just no you got to tell the story to even know how this all grew you know kind of a thing so um yeah so then we launched zcl and from there it was like go And and then slowly you start part of my job was then identifying in the community what's who's doing what and what's worth talking about. And right. so from there, we started supporting different series that uh, community leaders were putting on for racing events. Zwift um, started doing their own series and esports stuff. We were working with CBR as well for a really long time, you know, with um, Frank Garcia and that whole crew. And they were putting on a bunch of live events, the first live event in Roanoke. And then we went to- um, Roanoke, oh my God. Then we went Roanoke. to Las Vegas, then we went to London, you know California I mean there was like there was a ton of live events going on and 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 Zwift was figuring out whether or not they want it to be like we have the platform, and then outside esports um businesses run their events on our platform or do we want to own it all like in overwatch like that's what overwatch does you know so there's this there's there's a lot of like well, what are we doing? It's still like Wild west right <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know? like uh, like
0: I, when I got started, I'm like, this is like the wild like wh- how many how many links do I how many platforms do, or like link, yeah, links do I have to check out and check into and 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 confirm? And I'm like, somebody just send me them to me because I have no clue what to do.
1: Well, okay, so that's where <laughs> we can get to like where you jumped in because about <laughs> is it like two years ago now? i want to say Yeah, I mean, well still... when the
0: pandemic started, right? Like yeah, that must have been I like met... it just went Everybody got a trainer and then got a on. Bit that's when I, that, got though, on. I
1: met Martin a little bit before that. I met Martin from WGRL and some people kept on saying, Hey, Nathan, check out what this guy's doing. Check out what these guys. I'm like, what team time trial. Yeah. Right. I'm not a time trial guy either. So like, yeah. The, like, there was probably some background head like prejudices going on in me about like
0: <laughs> time trial, <laughs> like, really, band X guys it sounds so boring, <laughs> like, we're just gonna <laughs> suffer
1: for whatever. And now I love the team time trial, it's like the coolest thing I like do on Zwift, I feel like. But, but, um, finally, I got a hold of Martin, or Martin got a hold of me, vice versa. And from there, WTRL you know, and the, and them being a part of the broadcasts and I made the introduction, uh, of Martin to Swift. Actually, we had a couple of meetings and said, Hey, what they're doing is really amazing. Check this out. And, uh, we kind of like proved it through commentary with Dave, Dave brought Dave toll in around that same time. I mean, there's a lot more background here. We could go Mm -hmm. into how that, I mean, how many different people have been a part of all the broadcasting. I mean, we're talking, we just skipped over like I don't even know how many years, like three or four years of like development and different right. personalities, different events and different <clears> races. <throat> and but eventually, you know, where the Zwift Racing League and all that and where you connect with this came in was the introduction of WTRL and running yeah. time trials. And then Zwift seen what WTRL was able to do. And uh, and and then from there, we were like, this is the this is the the premier thing that we want to start pointing because, like you said, like. How many things do i gotta oh uh, yeah. pay attention to you know so um, pay attention was, to
0: that there's right. always
1: a there is a place in my head in my heart though right here that has a little check in the back of my head because there's a lot of other amazing community members who are leaders in the racing scene s c r comes to mind d b r comes to mind um you know there there's just so many there, there, there's the three R and, and who used to be uh team DZI team Z. I mean that way back in the day, they were one of our first ever charity slash event organizers, the kiss racing scene. I mean, there's so many that have done an amazing job. So I'm not in any way downplaying what they have done. It's just right. what WTR did alongside of also the Zwift power guys too. I got to give them credit too they just organized it with the data that was needed to be organized and took it like as a full-time serious thing. And Mm -hmm. like, and from there, now we've got this Rift Racing League and everything that we're doing with those and how we're commentating on the races. And we commentate your races. I heard you say, wait, you'd commentate only like, (laughs) Hey, Hey, we're working (laughs) on it. Okay. We're trying. I mean, there's so many races.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) There. Yeah. There are so many races because like, even in mine, I'm like in the C category and there's different levels in C. You know, like there's, cause I'm like, uh, I think I start, but started in super chico, chicolas, chicola, chicoladas, whatever. Um, But I'm like, I'm dying in this league. Like in this, I'm like literally dying. I'm like, can I go down just to like maybe work on my fitness and then, you know, go back up and then also, a lot of my teammates are UK-based because that's where they started, right? So they're racing at 2 in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time for me, which is 7 theirs. And then uh, Carla started a, a US team Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> so, it, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, somebody must be paying this woman to organize this because, like. C
1: see Div 2. I mean, there's even a Div 1. There's probably a Div 3. Oh, think, there you like, go. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, there's, and that's the, okay. So I want to, what comes to my mind, just seeing that is how cool it is that there's this, what I, I want to hear from you, like the women's movement on Zwift, you've never seen this much racing of women ever. ever. I know.
0: Like there is 90 women in our team alone. And I don't even know how many of them race regularly on a week because we're in one one thread right we're in one thread of like four threads and i'm just like uh which thread should i be in here and it's just (laughs) but but that's the and but that's the that's just one team and you think about all the other teams that are sitting there on the start line i'm like this is this is a, a crazy amazing and and from where like where we're all sitting you know, like it's and it's and it's cool to be connecting. And now we're all cut co- because you know, the season's kind of over, so we're all connecting on Strava. Um, Are you know, you know and-
1: in real life stuff, like, in yeah, life, no. like, so <laughs> I actually have kind of real life stuff. I have Zwifters yeah. <laughs> coming and staying outside my house in their Sprinter for Toad, actually, like, and plugging in with their Sprinter because Toad's in town, you know, I think. And then who's you know, Toad? I'm, to- oh, tour of America's Dairyland. Oh, <laughs> who's Toad? What is that? <laughs> toad. Okay, tour of America's Dairyland is a pro. It used to be super Week way back in the day, and oh. then and then now it's a um, pro tour with twelve stages. I want to say. Okay, where yeah. are you sitting? Me in the states. In Wisconsin. Yeah, so I'm in Wisconsin, right okay. between. Uh, Milwaukee and Madison and Oconomowoc. So Milwaukee, okay. Madison, Highway ninety four. Literally, the city that's like right in the middle of Milwaukee and Madison on Highway ninety four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a tour there. Okay, I have never heard of that. Yeah, tour, tour of America's Dairyland. It's um, you know, it it's pretty top tier. I mean, like <laughs> last last year, I raced uh some Legion boys in that Project Ashland will have a full squad here. Uh, Butcherbox was here last year. I mean, there was, a, there was a lot of top road pro teams um, that had shown up as well. You know, like ton, actually tons of them, people coming out of Canada, people were coming out of Costa Rica.
0: Oh, I mean, wow.
1: There's, there's UCI points up for grabs. And you know, oh. I, I believe there are, I believe there are, I'm pretty sure it's UCI level. I, I'm not, pos- see, I'm not, I have a cat two license. I could have a cat one license, or if I really <laughs> wanted to go for it, I probably could go pro on the road, but that's a whole different story. commitment yeah that's yeah, a yeah. whole different level of commitment <laughs> you talk and about well, pain <laughs> they would also do they want some like old guy in the twilight of his career who's still racing his mountain bike and <laughs> zwift but
0: <laughs> i feel like commentating from the back
1: yeah and... <laughs> well that's the funniest thing is that the first race last year um bud and brad are up on the 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 um, commentary. And I know these guys from commentary world, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I could be their colleague if we're doing a Zwift thing. Right. And so like, and Bud totally goes and also hear the voice. It calls me up to the front, like calls me up. <laughs> like, so, which was funny, like that I'm racing the race that he's commentating. And we also rake, work on the oh. commentating side of things right together. <laughs> like that was kind of funny to have. So anyways,
0: well, you know, like one of the times when, when you're commentating the women's, you had our hat on.
1: Do you remember? Like oh, our big yeah. bobble oh, yeah. hat? I also have your socks are like one of the main socks I wear. Like oh, really? a lot of time. Oh, yeah. They are. I think I have them. They might be in the laundry. See, I,
0: That's another thing. Like there's a whole kit outside the internal kit that you could be wearing. And I'm just like, these girls have it going on. Like I am like, Wow. You know, so um, are
1: we actually going to be on you? Is there a YouTube of this? Is that actually, Well, happening? yes, this
0: goes on to YouTube as well. I probably so.
1: should have like, I didn't know I was going to be like face. My face was going to be on this. Like this is oh, all color keyed.
0: I know. And... I noticed your bike in the background there. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so okay. That's <laughs> I was like, Oh, he's got the black backdrop.
1: Cool. I mean, you want to see, I mean, we could go way back and there's like <laughs> all kinds of stuff. This is a little joke <laughs> thing I made with like talk about the kiss crit series. Here's my kid and him like doing like a funny thing with the old school Kiss Crit series stuff.
0: Oh, Um, geez,
1: that's cute. Yeah, this is like 2017, I wanna say. Okay,
0: are you on OBS right now?
1: No, well, OBS is pushing, OBS is pushing Mm. what you're seeing here over. So OBS is pushing this over. So, but. I use vMix for my main productions, so <laughs> OBS, OBS has an NDI plugin, you want to do some like training? You want to do some streaming? Training? Well, you know,
0: it's funny because I have OBS. I don't use it because it's, it's like, I don't know why I bought it, but it's like way above, because I was hoping to do something like this on OBS and, um, Stream it? well, no, could I stream, like I could record it. You could
1: record it, yeah, yeah. I could
0: stream it maybe to YouTube. I'm not sure, but um,
1: yeah. You totally could. You could totally stream it to YouTube. You could do a live <laughs> podcast. There you go. Oh,
0: yeah. You, I might need a little tutorial after this. Anybody want to stick around? Have of our audience <laughs> learn how uh, OBS live stream? It sounds like Nathan's got like it, like everything over there. <laughs> Cause that is that is so cool. Like I mean, we my used kids... OBS
1: early on for a long time, and then it got to a point when we were doing the live productions on yeah. site that we were like, we need an actual broadcast software. So actually, Johnny Noblet, who's the head of uh, productions over when it comes to like esports um, <clears throat> live productions and broadcast uh, at Zwift, he was working with me at that time. And figuring out how are we going to produce Roanoke, the first CVR event. Then it wasn't called CVR; it was called like the team. Exp- well, maybe it was CVR at that. Point. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But and <laughs> we started researching like which real esports productions or, or production software we're going to use. They're not just esports specific. So we yeah. tried a couple out, and we actually did. I don't think we used a VMix at that at Roanoke. I think we used a different one. I can't remember what it was called, and it didn't work super well for us. Um, and then we landed on VMix, uh, which we've loved ever since, and have been using um, pretty much ever since. There was a couple of different things used, I think, by Swift for a while, but it always seems to come back mm. to VMix as far as the high-end production. Hmm. Uh, now we're down serious rabbit hole. Are we? Are we do you want to go back? Yeah, there? I know.
0: So let's get back to Swift, but because um, so obviously you've got time off to go ride and train and take the summer before, like everybody like floods back to usually we
1: don't though that's (laughs) the funny thing i mean really this is the first year i've taken any real time off the first time like i've been going pretty much like we went straight from last year zrl maybe we got a little bit of a break last year too but the year before that, for sure, it was, like, right into doing those pro races we were doing. We were doing, like, uh, the Project Echelon stuff was happening on Zwift at that point. And, like, uh-huh. we just boom, boom, boom. And then the classics happened, which are coming up pretty soon here again. And, you know, it was, like, and then also Australia. So, oh, right? So, Australia's in their winter. And this oh, their they're in. Yeah, that's time. right, eh? So, we were, su- we were supporting a lot of that Australia stuff. And I was the only one to do that alongside of the talents that they would bring in there, as well as the event organizers. Uh, now we have Anna Russell, which just totally frees things. I don't have to I like, thank you, Anna. I, I'm so happy that Anna really took all this on and she has her own story and journey there because, and um, because she essentially um, recreated herself as what Nathan did really from what I see with her, like. In the same way that I said, okay, I have to do this. I have to learn this. Mm-hmm. I just went and went and learned it and just trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. That's what Anna's done over the last two years as well. hundred percent. And now she can run an esports broadcast. She just did a hundred percent. And at a top level, she just did the uh, New Zealand tri-series. I think it was last night, all on her own and does the ZRL. Totally oh, wow. ZRL productions and commentates at the same time too. So. Holy really crap. Cool.
0: Wow. So what's the, what's your next step for you? So is it just doing the same thing or are there um, more projects in the work? Are we going to see more e-events? Because, okay, so I don't know if you know Hunter Allen. Yep. Yeah. So he's a friend of mine. I've interviewed him twice and we talked about how e-racing was taking away from road racing how really? do you feel about that well i i asked because you know a lot of people are like way more people are online racing that they are on the start line on the uh, road you know I what i'm you're saying right. i think so you're right yeah that's probably and, true. i mean why so and there's more of, money yeah taking away from it in, in these, these races. Sense, um, like there's more money. And you can have like multiple people from around the world racing at the same time. You know, like we saw the um the worlds, right? You know, they everybody gets um uh like a tax not a tax trainer, um
1: it was Wahoo last year. A Wahoo before yeah. it was a tax, yeah. Yeah.
0: So everybody gets one of those, so everybody's compliant, blah, blah, blah. And uh, but everybody like straight around the world can be sitting at home and because and and do these races so how is it impact like i don't know about you or do you see this but how do you feel that it's impacting the actual sport i mean it's great people are on bikes but
1: the sport the outside sport yeah so this conversation (laughs) um has come up oh from the get-go From the get-go. Because Hunter was one of the- uh... Prior to the sports, prior to the sport of cycling being a thing, right? Because Mm -hmm. my goal was to make the same way I wanted Vision to create a household sport for mountain biking. I was like, well, just transfer that over into eSport. And I did. And we did that. And now it's a thing, right? And so um, my friend, Tyler Gothier- who was from the UP, he looked at what I was doing for five hours. and was like, you're insane. What are you doing? Like, what the heck? (laughs) And this was prior to Zwift and I'll answer you the same exact way I answered him because it's the root of your question. What's your expectation expectation of what cycling is. That's all it comes down to. Why is your expectation of what pedaling is? Why is that only in a, I mean, I understand beauty. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, but that's a different conversation. Okay. You like, those are, that's are you talking red, like
0: ad- outside adventure? Okay. As in that's beauty? a
1: different, that's a different conversation than what okay. your expectation of cycling is. So if you want to, I'm getting into this, uh, my philosophy degree now, let's get down to nuts and bolts. Here. Let's get down what to are it. are we talking to? And what are we talking about? Like if your expectation of cycling is adventure. Okay. That's your expectation of cycling. But I don't think that defines cycling at its absolute root. And at its absolute root, when it comes to a sport, you're pedaling. You're pedaling a bike. Does it mean that there has to be movement involved? Well, there's movement in the game and you're, you're pushing something there. But prior to there being a game, people were looking at a wall. Or they're looking, <laughs> at, some, or they're, or they're looking at someone in a Peloton saying, go, 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 go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Music, and that's cycling for them. So like, and then from pedaling, you get sport. Okay, what's your expectation of sport? And so like, you wanna try and define your terms and make an argument about what it is. Well, show up from the root. And the root is you're pedaling and you're working hard pedaling, right? And then what are we gonna do with that? And like, how are we gonna compare it? And if we wanna make comparisons, well, we can do it with a line, a scratched line on a road somewhere, scratch race, or, or or I can do it with some comparison of avatars pushing each other, right? Like there's, and so my whole thing there and the way I thought about it to make myself do it was I reevaluated my psychological, my psyche about like, what, why is my expectation is that I'm moving outside? I don't like, what, what is the purpose here? And my purpose Mm. was to be fast. That was my purpose. So I needed to fulfill my purpose. And it had nothing to do with whether or not I was moving outside. Now that might mm-hmm. make me enjoy it more if that's my expectation from showing up for, but now it's like, I just enjoy hanging out with the people and pushing each other on the virtual platform. And I got no problem, problem whatsoever with that. And with the amount of growth, the lack of injury, the, the, the safety mm-hmm. factor, the yeah. new people who would never put their foot over a bike and ride outside mm-hmm. because they scares the crap out of them. Yeah. Dude, there's nothing but positive here. Oh, I know, so. I know,
0: I know. And I totally get that. And there's, you know, there's lots of places that you probably would never ride, want to ride your bike ever. But uh, what I was saying is that the actual sport, not yeah, yeah. the recreational sport, the yeah, yeah. building of the sport of cycling. And <sighs> I don't know, but so, so there, there's e-sport, what but then yeah, there's so gravel. Ahead. Tell me
1: what your definition is of that. Like, what well, is the sport? I don't know, because when you think
0: about cycling... And, um, and building the sport, like from, like you say, like the junior level, right? We need juniors to go up into, you know, semi pro, you know, like the whole level so that you can, you still have like pro teams. Work the way through. Yeah. Work the way through to the top. Same with females, right? So if you have an e-sport pro level growing online, which do you think it's taking away from you know, growing the sport, you know, to the Olympic level. Do you know what I mean? It's always about the Olympics, but, um, but you know, keeping it outside. Um, do you, like I don't know if it's now that I think of it. I don't know if it's being affected because cycling as a sport is kind of morphing into gravel. You know, people are are going that competitive route, right? Too. So it's it's like there's
1: now it's- so how do we make sure the sport it, it grows and yeah and, and stays yeah as and keeps a thing, growing right? yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. and like um that, there's multi- multiple facets hmm. to that yeah I know I only <laughs> see the virtual world though mm-hmm. as a benefit to as one as one part of yeah. that puzzle and I do not see it as taken away from the puzzle I see it though as definitely. I, I see as like, adding to it now yeah, that it I've been
0: it. through it for a season.
1: But I, I understand like one part of the puzzle might be like, whoa, hey, my ship's not rising and yours is. Like what what the heck, you know? So mm-hmm. I think if if that analogy works there, the waters are rising through this one piece of the puzzle being thrown in there. But that piece is like really making things unstable for the road scene, maybe, or this scene or this, whatever, Mm -hmm. like like different parts of and getting a little bit more of a rise, it seems like out of it. And I understand that, um, for the sport overall, I think it's amazing. Maybe a couple of places that need to figure out how to serve or entertain, or, you know, I mean, this is a supply demand issue in some ways too. It's like, are you interesting? if you're not interesting, why are you going to try and force us to be interested? Like what the heck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. And when I talked to Hunter, like a couple years ago, there was that question because Swift was just making its way onto the scene for a lot of us. Like there's a lot of people who are, who had been on it, but it was a very small group opposed to what it is now. Like even in my cycling club, the majority of the women who are sitting on trainers compared to like say three years ago is exponential. Um but I don't see that I see it for a lot of us as a benefit to increasing our fitness for this for the spring. Um and maybe it is taking some of us to competition um and increasing our fitness there. So
1: um You know what comes to my mind right now, I mean I have two friends that wouldn't be doing probably the toad the tour of America's Dairyland series unless they were a part of the Zwift community. Yeah. Right? Like, well, yeah, then and, there's that. And, right. And there's, and maybe there's some germination that happened here that now is like, Oh, people are going to connect through the more connected people get. And especially, I think the pandemic probably put a whole, a halt on a lot of this, but yeah. I think the more, once it gets nice out, people are maybe not on Zwift quite mm-hmm. as much and boom, they're connecting in real life at real life events. I mean, I think there's little pods of people all over the world who have met themselves or met each other and yeah. are now doing in real life events throughout this summer. And I think that'll only grow yeah. through Zwift being a more social platform more and more over the next few years.
0: Yeah, I know. I think you're, I think you're right on that because I have connected to a lot of people through that, then moves to Facebook, then moves to events. And you just come across and you get to meet a lot more people face-to-face. So what is your next step for you? Next
1: step, what, I, need <laughs> the, I need
0: something more to do. Is no, that I know, but <laughs> okay. Like there's gotta be something exciting coming down the pipeline for next year, like.
1: Um, so.
0: <laughs> well, You're gonna be commentating the D category. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: Not right. <laughs> we, well, no, like that actually. Okay. So you want to talk about next step for ZCL and like where we well, want to diversify. No, yeah, like, that's one thing. Like yeah, we But do want you,
0: to diversify. what are you doing? No, I'm just What saying. am I what are doing? You doing? So yeah.
1: ZCL is definitely uh, <laughs> uh, the main push uh, right now on the hmm. work front. And um, I think telling more stories out of the community, one of our goals oh. this year is to talk to people like you. Um, oh, yeah, that's good. And you and who your team is and you know that into the broadcasts. And Oh, the, I like some, that. part of the struggle with that is to get far enough ahead of it and make the contacts and, and you have to do a lot of like investigative journalism essentially. Like mm-hmm. and figure out who these people are, where they're at, how are they and then you do all that and they're like Sorry, but like bringing someone into a broadcast, they have to be somebody who's comfortable even to like, be on camera. I know not
0: everybody wants to be on camera. No.
1: And then, (laughs) and then some people they want to be on camera and you're like, Oh, I don't know um, if they should not be on really. camera. <laughs> like, no, not like. Oh, uh, you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah, just, okay, this is interviews not going the way we thought it was gonna go at all, right? So, there's a lot of footwork that goes into bringing people into a broadcast live, and um, you know, as we got out of the Wild West, because we used to just bring anybody, like anybody. It was just You're like, okay, we're done. School, Thanks. The old <laughs> school Wild days, like there'd be people. Wearing who knows what, like chickens on their head, like I was. I remember Lewis Dinsdale was the funniest guy ever, man, from the kiss racing scene way back. But he came in with like the weirdest costume on and like chicken on his head, something or other, and just was being silly throughout the whole race, kind of a thing. And that was a ton of fun. But like you never know what's going to show up if you <laughs> don't do some vetting, right? You got to do a little bit of vetting. So. I don't like, want the
0: chicken outfit. You can maybe play the unicorn or, yeah. you know, like.
1: <laughs> so that definitely, um, oh, is but, a part of our focus. This so don't next- you think that'd be just like a whole little fun side thing? Oh yeah. No, we want lots <laughs> of fun side things. We definitely want fun to side things and those are great. That was just a fun example, but if you kind of like yeah, get on the other end of that, fun. things not <laughs> quite as, quite as fun. So like- that's a focus with ZCL. Um, you know i'm racing really hard right now um yeah you know, i saw said, i said at the beginning of the of the broadcast i kind of just been playing a lot on the bike um That's good. until this last two weeks and then this last two weeks i was like uh maybe we'll take the second half of the racing series like uh season more seriously um mm-hmm. so i was actually in germany for a week got back and oh wow like all right race the last wars race i actually had a good result i think i was in it for the win until a crash um and uh i was playing around i actually have it on 360 camera i could show it to you here right here but oh geez um it's all queued up uh i think i can oh, man, it up pretty let's quickly see here. if we got nathan's got some stuff queued up we'll see if i can bring it up but the um yeah that this past weekend and the result i was able to get uh definitely was like oh maybe it's time to kick the kickstart the season here and And really get going. So um, I was thinking about doing toad, but it's super expensive this year. Like, really, (laughs) like it's like eighty bucks a pop. And um it was kind of like uh
0: Nathan. You can go in and say, Hey, give me a free race. I you know, I was thinking
1: about doing that thing, but I did that. (laughs) I was (laughs) thinking about doing it. So okay, (laughs) there's a great story I have to tell here, real quickly. Okay. Okay,
0: okay.
1: Story time. At the start of this race, um, so this is Cam Rock. All right, everybody.
0: You this better is Madison, be on Wisconsin, YouTube right now.
1: Madison, Wisconsin, that's Cam nice. Rock. Um Brian Moder. If you don't know who Brian Motter is, that's the guy who's right in front of me on the video right now. Okay. And he is a legend. In oh, middle- okay.
0: Just a second. Hold all right. Okay. So if you see Nathan's arms right there. <laughs> i just i just spotted you so i was looking at the two guys in front obviously that's not There's you. me there's that's you me. okay perfect okay yep, <laughs> all right me. we got the handlebars we got everybody in front yep
1: mountain okay. bike there we go this yep. is Camrock. um at the start of this race brian who's i think he's won iceman three four times swamagon multiple times like i mean he's a legend he's been wars champion the most times i think out of anyone um so Definitely legend. He shows up to this race. He, he lives in Arizona now most of the time, but he helps out with a ton of uh, junior coaching actually as well. I think he actually coaches a couple of the people who are ahead of him in this race right this second. Um, he looks at me and goes, hey, you know, Brockway in the UP? I was like, yeah, I know Brockway. If you don't know Brockway, it's like this insane climb in Copper Harbor in the UP of Michigan. And uh, Brian spends a lot of time up there. A lot of mountain bikers spend a lot of time up there. Um, Great mountain bike trailers in Copper Harbor. Michigan. Yeah, UP, Michigan. Um, So (laughs) he is like, I have this awesome poster, this amazing poster, Nathan. And it says on it, no sleep till Brockway. No sleep till Brockway. Do you know the reference? Does anybody know the reference? I don't. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'll show you the poster. Here is the poster. Is it like till you hit the top of this hill? So, this is the poster he was talking about. No, okay? sleep, till- no sleep till Brockway. Well, at the start line, he's telling me about this and he goes, Nathan, what's on right now? No sleep till Brooklyn was playing across the. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Which is a Beastie Boys song. It's yeah. going off. And he's like, It's a sign. It's a sign. I know you're all like, Where's this going? Where's this going? Well, <laughs> I then am like laughing about that. I was like, and he always does this at start lines. I swear. Oh, Ryan no. Does this. He distracted he makes, you. <laughs> does something. And like, it's always a fun little thing or whatever. And he makes a joke and it comes up during the race somehow. Well, I'm joking. Cause I'm like feeling pretty good right now. And I'm like sitting on the back. I'm like, this doesn't feel that hard, but I know Ben is at the front going stupid hard. Ben Centric, <laughs> And so I make a little joke, but I say it wrong. And I say, no, stop till Brockway right here. And I make this joke, left-hand turn, right here is where I say, (gasps) literally right here, I say, no, stop till Brockway as a joke to him, and boom, exactly at the same time. (laughs) Like, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I literally just said the thing that he said was a sign, and boom, I'm on the ground. Like, are you kidding me? If you're not watching on YouTube, this is me crashing into the bushes. Thirty second gap immediately opens that up. I looked pretty. That looked like a pretty
0: good fall. Oh yeah, actually. it was
1: full. It was full on over the bars. Right, yeah. so cycle cross it back on the bike and close and it and down. away. You go. I, I closed the gap down, and freaking <laughs> I closed the gap down. And the moment I get back, it's like three climbs after this, and Ben just went full gas over the top of the last climb, and I went totally nuclear. And that was my like day. <laughs> if you if you if you have to close down a thirty second gap and then yeah at the pace of the front of the race three times over the top of a climb it's like it goes to show you like every little match matters and that that was my race right there i actually brought back (laughs) i think 40 seconds in the last lap after i recovered (laughs) but it was too late
0: that was nuclear yeah (laughs) boom (laughs) done like dinner but i'll just go home (laughs) Have we
1: got enough enough rep Yeah. Did we, did we cover everything? That I, think we to cover I think I we know. did. I think we did. Did we? Is there any like rock unturned here? Well, I'd Can really I'm like sure. to go back to
0: when you were 10 years old. No I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this has been amazing. And I hope our listeners have had a good time listening and learning from Nathan. Like, I, I'm still blown away at the capacity of Swift and everything that it does. And I know that you talk about it and I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't even imagine what you guys had to go through to, to make what is happening happening. And I can't even think about what's going to, what you guys are going to do for the future, but I'm super excited to be involved now knowing you. I know. Maybe, maybe you'll be commentating on one of my races. I'll have to like, really
1: that seems like, pay well, attention. like to have you as a guest on ZCL. And then oh we, shit. It, yeah. Then, bring me then, on. <laughs> and then it'll be a segue into, well, who is this team she's riding for? Who are the super chicas? Like, that's totally something we got to do.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got some really key girls at the top, right. Um, that uh, have done really well. Um, I'm like, where do you find these all over
1: the, you're racing all over the U S it looks like, aren't you?
0: Well, yeah. So I was just in Toronto last weekend. I wasn't racing, but I did a, um, the ride to conquer cancer. So that was a two day event. Yeah. And I'm just like, still, still getting my body back. Not that it was hard. It was just long and taxing. Again, you say, but I felt great. I'm just tired. I'm fatigued. I'm old. (laughs) I'm fatigued. And I and I look at some of these ladies who race like all the time. And I'm like, and they're older than me. I'm like, I don't know how you girls do it because, but it's different online. It really is different online than side. But my next um, my next uh, race is a uh, coast to coast, not the long one. <laughs>
1: okay, I was gonna say
0: <laughs> not the long one. No, I am not there yet. Maybe so next year. How long is it? How long? It's is it? 180. 180 180 gravel so I have so I did 100 I did 270 last weekend two days in a row um like over two days so I was like one day was 159 so I'm like that I kind of use that as a gauge just for the distance and the time on the saddle and everything I have a week and off and then I'm biking and then I'm driving down um and then that one then I, then my real one is, uh, eight hours hurting in Halliburton
1: in Big Halliburton. hours
0: Ouch. Yeah. Eight hours. So, I mean, like really it's going to be eight hours. Now I did that first one last year, September, my very first gravel race. I'm a, I started mountain biking first. So like my mountain biking skills are pretty like, I love. You're
1: doing ice Iceman ice this year? What is or that? Do, no. Iceman, largest mountain bike race oh no no, no. i'm just
0: like i'm just getting back into mountain okay. biking so gotcha. the gravel is a great in between a road and mountain and gotcha. i just freaking love it because i'm like <laughs> um but um so i came in sixth place
1: nice. and the
0: girls ahead of me did two laps so it's 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 how many laps you could do in eight hours of a 27 kilometer course so so now i'm like Prepping myself because I didn't prep myself for it last time.
1: Eight hours um, is a long time. I used to do
0: adventure racing, like twelve hours, thirty-six hours, ten days. So I'm like being out there on the bike for eight hours is like not very <laughs> no long. <big> And I came in. I changed my clothes. I chowed down on some stuff. I was gone in ten minutes. So it's it's all about the transition. And like you said, it's about the expectation of what you're going in to achieve for that event. I had no expectations, but when I see that I'm doing well, those ex- expectations heighten very high. <laughs> like they just go like, and then I'm you know I don't stop until I finish. Heck, but yeah. So that's kind of like my season, and then next year I'm looking at Unbound and Leadville, like higher level, like American races that uh, look really cool and fun and fucking hard as hell. But yeah, but that's fun. kind of
1: the I think there's a lot of movement on those. Yeah, Nathan, so stages. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get out. I'm I'm thinking about those same events as well, and whether or not to. I feel like you said what's next it's like, I've been racing the war series for a long time and I like it. I love it. And the Midwest scene and toad and staying in the Midwest for, cause it's close yeah. to family too. like mm-hmm. being here, being dad is a high priority, obviously, yep. but how old are your um, kids by the way? Uh, one turned 18 yesterday <gasps> and had her graduation uh, party over the weekend. Yep. Uh, 15, 12, 10 and eight. So, but the three youngest are boys and it gets crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah so lots of mm-hmm. biking skate parks um are they know, into football no no my kids are definitely uh after dad so oh, that's good it yeah. makes it easier but, i mean i'm a hockey player um, oh god you're lucky you didn't so, go hockey <laughs> like i i just the driving with hockey the the driving yeah, exactly with, the with hockey which i would be fine if they if one of them wanted to play hockey but um yeah I have my prejudices against ball sports. Uh, maybe we won't go into that too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't, I have my prejudice against hockey, so we won't even go there either. <laughs> oh,
1: I, In my opinion, hockey <laughs> is like the most technical sport on earth. One oh of the God. most technical. I don't by know. Far. My right. husband was a triple a
0: hockey player. He's like, no way <laughs> I not go into that. I'm like, cool. Cause I wouldn't be driving all right everyone so so nathan so just like one last thing where where are you going personally with your outdoor racing like i know you're getting back into it it feels awesome giving you ideas like yeah so for sure
1: uh for the rest of the season i'll be at the war series we'll be traveling we're looking to see what to do internationally over the winter maybe in some more southern in the southern hemisphere Uh, next year as a family
0: like traveling into races or for yourself
1: Um, maybe (laughs) that's up and like like bringing kids along to explore internationally yeah. would be really cool only mm-hmm. older kids probably that would be part of the uh go there as well but um yeah and then uh the triple crown or to shore schwamgun ice so that's the midwest triple crown of mountain biking okay. that's usually on my radar uh mm. winning those is kind of like legend status so right okay ways so um and then I don't know. Should I get into the gravel scene? We'll see. That would be, a lot of people say I should. Mm. Um, and we'll I see. Think I think you I really like, like it. it. The main reason I'd want to do it is at this point, until I probably get there and love it, is to connect with the community because so mm-hmm. many people in the community of Zwift are a part of that whole scene. Yeah. So, and to have Dave commentating on some of this stuff like because he, he's at these things, that would be amazing. And then I'm <laughs> in the race. I mean, that'd be super cool too. <laughs>
0: well yeah those things i mean they're i've just been looking at it as well and i'm in a really big woman's gravel group on facebook and they're just like everywhere and um and so so it it is appealing it was one of those draws that you know eventually you have to give in but (laughs) eventually it doesn't have to be now so so with that everyone I th- I hope you guys really enjoyed this, and please share it with your friends. Don't forget to where can people find you, Nathan? Like now, yeah. Twitch like,
1: Live is the main place that you can find me for all things Swift commentating. Um, what you said, next steps as well. Well, we're kind of going back to our roots and growing the Twitch community as best as we okay. possibly can too. So, um, the that twitch. is something I've
0: never TV. looked at. Yeah, I've so heard twitch, it a
1: lot. Yeah. So I mean. If anybody wants to find me, if you're on the, if you're on YouTube right now, you can find me really easily. It's also on my Zwift power profile, but the link, um, you know, to my Twitch channel is just twitch.tv slash Nathan Guerra. And, uh, oh, look I do at that, all everyone. of my racing, do all my racing here on this channel. So, uh, you can see past videos mm-hmm. and everything for all of my racing on here. So I think, uh, you cool. know, I do highlights go off of here, etc. Yeah. I mean we're kind of like someone came in the other day and was like nathan you gave in to the twitch thoughts though what the heck which is um kind of a joke in the twitch community because there is um a world that is similar to maybe instagram trends i don't know if you, there was a funny video on instagram the other day of, like it was a total parody and one of the lines and it was like it's all butts why is it all butts what the <laughs> heck like what's going on oh. like And I mean, there is a reality of like this world of, you know, just selling sex at the, um, at the influencer level. Right. Like, and so I, so the joke is because I have my shirt off on stream a lot of times, like Nathan, you're a sellout. What's your problem? Like, I'm like, (laughs) no, it's freaking hot in here. And like, (laughs) I want to win the race. Like this has nothing to do with that. I just want to win this race. And I might not win the race if I keep my, if you overheat, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've got an AC on me, a fan on me. We'll try and keep the jersey on if I can get like a literal indoor AC unit on my body. <laughs> <Like it's- laughs> right on your head. Yeah. Uh. No joke. So, but, um, but yeah. So, <laughs> one of the goals this next year is then to go back to roots and grow the Twitch community and the streaming community from the uh, personal streaming side as well not just the esports commentary production side but also like how do people share their experiences with in a streaming platform so that's one of our goals as well wow
0: all right so find them on youtube find him on twitch swift twitch.tv twitch, right? uh, twitch. yeah, yeah. and swift all right well thanks everyone Thanks to our listeners. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, uh, secrets from the saddle podcast and join our newsletter. So you don't miss amazing interviews like this and also cycling news. Um, and thank you so much, Nathan it has been, I am so happy that we finally connected cause <laughs> you're like, I'm like, Hey, you, you available, you available. But so thanks so much. And I look forward to seeing you online this winter and i'll be watching uh you race all summer long
1: thanks appreciate it, sylvie thanks everybody all right take, take care
0: time. bye oh my god friends how amazing was that talking to nathan Gerrard. Ger- Gerrard. Oh. but <laughs> he is like i don't know about you getting a feel for his personality and um, just the way he is. I'm still totally confused about Swift, but oh my God, the background that we got from him. So with that, I hope you uh, enjoyed that episode. And if you aren't on Swift, it is an absolutely great platform to use as a training tool for your progress during the summer um, anyways share this episode it was so much fun talking to nathan what a character um, i'm so grateful that i was able to get him on the podcast for you guys and with that have an amazing day and don't forget to share this episode take care guys thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast